Sorry. Okay, I'm on the right tab now. How dare you? How would you like it if in the middle I call out someone else's name? (laughs) This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hypothetical Help, episode 47. I'm Scott Johnson. There's Terpster right over there. What's going on? Yeah, it's me. Let's, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, we're right that's in. We, that's what we're doing. Bam! Wasting do your time. We're not going to just yank you people around by your... By your... Uh, by your, that chains? Your noodle or whatever. You yanking my chain? Uh, I just realized I put the email in the wrong place. That's fine. Let's move right there. Uh, we've got a couple of questions today. Do you guys know how the show works? If you don't, I'll explain it to you. You, you know uh, how it works, Scott. I do. You're making edits on the fly. Yeah, well, you know, we're winging it, really. But uh, okay. listen, live to hard drive is how I like to work. And uh, this show is about us answering questions that you guys have submitted either uh, via email or uh, a phone number. A number we'll give you at the end of the show. And you ask us questions. We'll try to answer them the best we can. And by that, I mean with zero qualifications and uh, hopefully some uh, practical advice. That's how we kind of look at this. Uh, so we'll just dive right in. Uh, before we do, though, I always get asked what my favorite... Okay, this is a thing that happens in the States all the time. I don't know if this okay. happens over there when what it comes to... What your favorite gun is? No. None, okay. No, that's a that stereotype is not true. Well, it's not that true That is me. offensive, sir. It's, I'm very offended. Um, I'm no. going to shoot you now. People always ask me, what is my favorite British sitcom? And I okay. always say... I always like to showcase the cultural differences between our lands here. On the show. You like The Office, whereas American, you like The Office. Yeah, we like The Office a lot, actually. Uh, the British Office is here, as, as popular as The American Office was, the British Office is considered uh, a superior product by most More people. However, uh, whenever they ask me, my answer is usually Faulty Towers. Okay. Because that nice. show genuinely makes me laugh and I can watch It's infinitely rewatchable. It's, it's wonderful. I love that show. So when people come to you, I have two questions. When they come to you, what's your favorite British comedy? What do you answer? Because this is now your own, you know, this is this will be your own homegrown stuff. So what's your favorite British comedy? A and B, what's your favorite American comedy? Oh, that's I mean, that's tough. You put me on the spot. So favorite British comedy. Yeah. Whew. Um, I really like Spaced. Oh, yeah. Spaced is great. As a series. Mm-hmm. That was very good. Yeah. Love that. Um, I like, uh, you know, kind of Only Fools and Horses growing up. Yeah. I liked, um, what else did I like? Uh, are You Being Served? No. Are You Being Served? No. No, I'd no. say no. Pretty definitely cheesy. no. Yeah. Um, any two Ronnie stuff's always good. Yeah. Um, Neighbors? No. Well, that's no, Australian. that's Australian, but yeah. thank you. That's literally every <laughs> Uber driver I've ever had in America. <laughs> you guys Australian? It's like, uh, yeah, sh- sure. Sure, I'm Australian. <laughs> I think because I didn't say like, oh, hello, driver, sir. Could you please take me to the nearest convenience? Um, you know, they always think like, oh, this this guy back there is swearing. I he think must be Australian. That's really funny to me that they think you're Australian. I would never Every have called time. that. Every time. Every time. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, you like Father Ted? That's all right. Father Ted's fantastic. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Okay. So now, so there's a handful. Obviously, it's hard to pick a favorite. But what's your, what if you had to pick one American comedy of any era? What do you what do you do there? Oh, uh, um, curb your enthusiasm. Oh wow! All right. Say. So, okay, that's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, that's. I don't. I have no argument against that. That's a hell of a. Oh, yeah, I was ready to rip you apart. Yeah. And then you know what? It was you gonna, passed. It was gonna get <laughs> ugly in here. 
All right, uh, let's start with our question this week, uh, the recorded version of it. This is somebody trying to get a job. Um, recently, I have found myself in an unemployed state. Um, I moved to Canada with my wife. Um, and we're of an age now where we're looking at kids and houses and stuff. Um, and losing my job has kind of made it feel like I'm, I'm holding her back a little bit. Um, and it's, it's starting to affect the relationship. So I wondered if you guys had any advice um, on how to stop feeling that way, um, other than the obvious, get a job, um, because unfortunately it's 2016 and that isn't always the easiest thing. Um, thanks for the help. I don't know what the job market is in, is in Canada, so it's very difficult for me to address this directly. However, what else is there? If, it, if the not having a job is making the relationship strained, that, yeah, getting a job. What else is there to do? You know, like, what would you tell him? Is there another thing he can do? Because look, it's like saying, oh, I'm, 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 I'm laying in this, uh, this acid and it's burning my skin. And I don't, aside from getting out of the acid, what would you suggest? <laughs> well, get out of the acid. It's, it's tricky, but let's, let's pretend that you can't get out of the acid, Scott. All right. Let's say that maybe, I mean, he's moved to Canada with his wife. Maybe there's a visa issue. Oh. Maybe right. he cannot go down traditional lawful employment speaking of which he has an accent like from last week with the whole british accent thing that guy's yeah. got an accent so i don't know what that he means could be, or... he could be australian mm. that could be it. <laughs> i'll ask an uber driver um so he can't get a job but needs a job yeah do you know what i recommend scott what? becoming his own boss whoa because you know what he can say to himself you know what i'm gonna make a special a special uh circumstance here in your in your favor okay uh i'm gonna give you a job it's like, what, really, me? Yeah. yeah, I've been keeping my eye on you for a long time. Yeah. You, you, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a job. I'm going to give you a chance. Thank you. I will not let you down. I promise you I will not let you down. Let's be honest now. We both know you're going to let me down. Yeah, I'm going to let you down, but I'm going to really, I'm going to give it my all. Well, again, you, you're probably not, but let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, great. Thank you. So that's the conversation you'd have with yourself. Wow. So now you're employed. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's out of the way. But now you need to earn money because the job you just got isn't going to pay you anything. So now you have to look around and you have to think, hang on, what things can I do that maybe don't require people to employ you professionally or to pay taxes um, uh, professionally? And so I would say maybe become like a man with a van. And you could just drive. Like people are like, oh, man, I got all this stuff I need to get rid of. Phone the man with the van. The man has a van. You can get rid of it for them. Now, maybe you don't have a van. That's going to that's gonna be a big that, issue. That's a business expense. To, a man with a van. Sure. Exactly. You don't have the collateral to do it. Yeah. So maybe you become like an odd job man. Mm. An odd job. Not from the hit Bond movie. No. Um, with but the hat. Just, you have like a razor hat or something. Exactly. You're, you're more random task mm. um, from Austin Powers, where you will just do random tasks. Mm. So someone's like, oh, I need someone to climb this ladder and clean out my my guttering around my house is that what you call that guttering uh, you yeah or? you clean out the gutter yeah. sure yeah so like it's like oh i don't want to do that but i'll pay someone else to do it bam you know you start doing sort of manual labor tasks nothing that requires like a, a whole group of people and nothing is going to get you in problem with like the unions because like the irs and stuff i don't mind about that but like the unions man you don't want to mess with those those oh, no, guys no, no. mess those, you up yeah they're you're, you may not uh, you may get cement shoes if you mess so with exactly them. exactly yeah. but you need to start thinking about what things what opportunities are there in your vicinity mm. maybe like you're looking at your neighbor's house and you're thinking they got some dirty windows i could clean their windows 
why don't I put a thing through that door saying, hey, need your windows cleaned? Well, then call me because I'll clean your windows Mm. for just $25. And they're like, I don't know if that's good or not. But yeah, fine. Sweet. I'll do that. Um, And then maybe you're looking around your neighbors. Yeah, they've got really clean windows. Well, you know what? Maybe they don't have clean windows. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe you accidentally, oh, no, loads of mud all over it. Oh, no. And then, then you put through the, you know, the door. I noticed you had dirty windows. Maybe you need me to clean your windows. $25? And then you just ask, and that's a business right there. Sure. Yeah. But doesn't it seem, it seems like you're going to need to clean a lot of windows in order to make the living you need to support you and your... You're going to have to dirty a lot of windows to clean a lot of windows, Scott. Oh. It's, it's twice the work. It's twice the work. But it's possible. Okay. Well, while you're there, um, I wonder if you are... Okay, let's say you're not a fully naturalized uh, Canadian citizen. Can you still get free healthcare and all the other stuff they offer there, I wonder. Because um, if you're there legally, yeah. you can. You yeah. should be able to. Okay. Well, I think so. You can here. Okay. So maybe, so if I was legally like passport carrying a visitor to your country. But then I think if you're legally there, you can probably get a job as well. Okay. That's interesting. I think. All right. But I'm not 100% sure, but I think mostly. I have Canadian friends that could answer all this for me and I didn't bother to ask them, but um, I feel like, uh, but what you've suggested which isn't bad, is the same thing I'm saying. I've said it more generally. You've gotten very specific. But but yeah, if the like I'm more worried about his relationship. If his relationship is suffering because there's no job going on, which can happen, that's a thing you want to have is a job of some sort, whether you're a self-made man or doing it for the man, which, which either way, you gotta you need it. You gotta pay them bills, son. Need it. So so to me, being worried about that, it is the answer. There is no like Aside from getting a job, what's the answer? No, that is the answer. Whatever that may take, whatever form that takes. So Terpster's idea is not bad. Um, make your own opportunities is what I'm saying. Yeah, dirty up windows. Look for opportunities, and if you can't find them, make them. Make them. Boom. There you go. Wow, you're a real Tony Robbins. You know who that is? Boom. No. Oh, he's a, that? He's a self-help, like, uh, get up on stage and tell everybody how to improve their life guy. Yeah. Oh, I could do that. I bet his life's terrible. Well, he's yeah. got some nice teeth. I'll give him that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what advice I would have given him. I said, right. get, get some nice teeth. No per- one's going to question your advice then. Perfect. He's always going to say, he's got really nice teeth. So he probably knows what he's talking about. Well, maybe listener Jacob will have something to say on the subject. Probably not. It's a whole different question, but he says this. Hey, Scott, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to follow up on the build a builder dude. Being a, being a furry really isn't any different from being a fan of anime. So we get some, cl- some clarification Uh-oh. on the whole furry thing. Uh, think of furus, furry, sorry, fursuits as basically cosplay for furries. Furries can range anywhere from liking the art to being more involved in furry communities. And yes, the extreme fetishes, though they are usually the minority. I hear this a lot. I'll talk about that in a second. The reason is, uh, or the reason it's what most people think of is because it's extreme, similar to what people think of World of Warcraft players saying that they are fat, lazy nerds, though that is usually not the case, Jacob. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the... The re- everyone says to me, oh, of course there are furries who are into the extreme weird sex side of it, but they're the minority. I've heard that a thousand times since we talk about it. And I feel like it's a bit like saying, oh, what's it like? It's like, I really like being a part of this group who plants trees as it travels around the country. I try to ignore the fact that some of them kill old ladies for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like they're, yeah, I'm not saying you can't have a little, a little cat poo in your cake. Exactly. But, but is it, I mean, is it, it must be a pain to have to explain that all the time. I'm not even, this isn't even me saying, oh, 
boohoo on furries. You guys are weird. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it must suck for people who are into the culture of it for whatever reasons they may have that are always having to ap apologize and or explain the extreme fringes of it. Do you know what I mean? It feels like, um, I don't know, it's like anything. It's like uh, religion or, uh, I don't know, I'm, try I'm trying to think of other examples of this. But the World of Warcraft thing, nobody, nobody's having to defend the behavior of the quote-unquote fat nerds in the basement. You know are what I mean? Are they not? Well, are they? I don't think are so. Are they not? I don't know. Are we? I kind of felt like there was a time. Definitely. Well, tell me, tell me more. Why? Why was oh, that? I just think there was a time when people were like, "Oh man, what a Warcraft with you fat nerds in your basement," and it's like it was. It was through time, basically saying to people, "You know what? No, we're not. We're not necessarily fat nerds in a. Yes, I happen to be in a basement, and yeah, I could. I could lose a few pounds, but I'm not. I'm not what you say I am, and that's what we did. Yeah, but then there were. Okay, <clears throat> here's the difference. There are some actual fat lazy nerds in the basement. They exist, and. Nobody really thinks about them now. Well, why? Well, because generally speaking, the game and games like it and video games in general have broken through a lot of those stigmas and lots of people play games. The generations who play games have gotten older. They're now in places of power. Like all those reasons, that starts to happen. We are a long way from a presidential or par parliamentary candidate going, uh, yes, I was as a young man. I was much into sport. I played a great deal of cricket. And on the weekends, I joined my furry group where we had sex as animals all weekend. Like, that's, we're not there yet. Sad, isn't it? Really? It is sad. It shouldn't matter, right? I don't think it should. No. But but that's where we're at. We're, whether or not we think it should be isn't my point. My point is that's just the way it is at the moment. And maybe we get over that. Do you foresee a day where the leader of a large country like Great Britain, like the United States of America or something, could feature somebody who was like an avid furry dude that was also really into the sexy end of it i don't know man. i hope so i hope so one day one yeah. day scott all right one day but 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 conditions have to be in such a way i just don't like we're not talking real soon is all i'm getting at like there society will always have stigmas to whatever degrees they'll have them they'll have them like we are quickly getting to a place where it used to be a stigma to be uh an openly gay person. Now it's becoming a stigma to be an openly anti-gay person. Yeah. And I'm not saying they need much defending. That's not my point. But my point is it's just shifted, right? So we'll stigmatize. There always will be some th something or someone to stigmatize. And I think furries are going to have a hard time breaking through that. Like LARPers will get there. We'll have a president who used to LARP before we get yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. You know? Before we get one who used to yiff. <laughs> It's tough. It's a tough world. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I don't know. The thing is, it's like he talks about, I think it's interesting. Like anime is like, it's not a thing. It's like a huge, it's not even a genre, is it? It's like, it's it's animation, mm -hmm. but from Japan. Yeah. If you were to talk about animation from the US, you know, we know that, you know, Pixar, then there's, you know, Fox and, you know, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and sure. Disney. And sure. there's all these other people out there doing very very different sorts of animation mm -hmm. um and anime just happens to be one with many different forms as well yeah and then you know if you go to like furries then i guess yeah there's some people like you know what i just like to pretend i'm a dog man and i'm just you know gonna howl at the moon mm -hmm. um and then ozzy osborne loves it as well um but <laughs> yeah you don't get too much more different than those two things no exactly um 
But yeah, it's it's its own thing. I, I I agree, but to say that so I'm not sure I would agree though that furries that it's not that different than being an, a fan of anime. I mean, a fan a fan of anime can be somebody like me a who a fanime we call them. a fanime, sure, where I can sit and consume a bunch of anime on some Netflix binge or you know where I like the movies or I want to see Ghost in the Shell again, whatever level I'm into it. Um, I don't are are people just fans of furries like just fans like or 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 isn't that intrinsically more involved? Like, aren't you buying the suit or, or building a, you know, a rabbit thing to wear or whatever? Like I, I, the way I talk about this, I swear I'm not trying to discredit it at all. It can be whatever people want. I don't understand it very much. So I'm not in it. And that's also true of anime for me. I'm not a giant anime fan. There's a few things I like, but it doesn't get much more fringy than that for me. Are there people who are like that? Or who are like me, but that way with furries where they're like, yeah, I don't really get involved. I don't really go, but uh, man, I sure like these furry galleries that show up on uh, websites around Comic Con time or something. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the I don't know what the lay of that land is exactly. But I do know you have a harder. You've got a more uphill battle. And every time somebody who's a fan ha- feels like they have to explain that there's an extreme fringe who are really into kinky stuff, they always seem like they have to explain that to me. And that's it's that in itself is weird. Partially because we well, as a society are weird about it. But, but then also, you talk about certain religions and then people are like, wow, man, that religion is messed up. And you're like, well, no, it's more the extreme fringes. You know, like no, you totally. find most people are kind of, you know, kind of like me. They're just chill. They're just fine. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm sure that's the same thing with the furries. I agree. The relig- religion's a good that example. That's a good example. Because you got like, yeah. so many furry fans that feel the need to, <laughs> to get involved and defend it. If only we'd said something about I don't know Wall Street or someone who you know had a load of money, um, because maybe they would um, just float the show. Yeah, maybe they would, nice. and that would be great. So get us your money. And by the way, like if I said, um, oh yeah, Catholics are weird because some of the priests molested kids, and also uh, there was these crusades where they just indiscriminately murdered non-Christians, and you know, like there's. You can you can Bam. go crazy about some of the popes and stuff. Like you could do all of that, but what's really going on? Well, there's a ton of Catholics who are just chilling, like you said, just chilling, and there are just a chilling. Ton of furries or furry fans who are just chilling. The closest comparison I can think to, by the way, or think of, is fur- furries are a bit like the My Little Pony crowd, the brony thing. The bronies. Yeah. In in that, they have a very distinct, specific fandom going on, and they're super into it, and it can be off-putting to people who don't understand. That that's to me, that seems also so and also if you search for like my little pony porn, it's it gets real dark real quick on the uh, internet. Scott, you haven't got to tell me about searching for my little pony porn. I yeah, can tell you, I've it's done rough. that. It's rough business. Yeah, it's I didn't believe. Tough. I didn't believe somebody. I'm not usually. I'm not 100 percent believer in Rule 34 of the internet. Once in a while, someone will prove me wrong, and they'll say, "Oh yeah, you wouldn't believe what's out there for that." And I'm like, "Oh come on!" And I'll search for like two terms and go, "Okay, forget it. Never mind. I never want to see that again." Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes. My eyes. Uh, thank the you. Goggles say do nothing. <laughs> Thank you for the email. As always, your emails come to us at scott at frogpants.com and you can call us 801-471-0462 and leave us a voicemail. Find us on Twitter at the underscore T uh, at Scott Johnson. And don't forget to support us, patreon.com slash hypo help. We're a little under our goal right now. We know you guys can get us there. Tell your friends. Uh, 
let them know how rad the show is and how much you enjoy it and how much you laugh and and like hanging out with us and then it'll grow and that'll be great because we have other plans in, in store if you guys do that patreon.com slash hypo help terps you got anything else you good nope i've got nothing scott nothing I'm all right spent. well me too uh great show thank you everybody for being here thank you for listening we can't wait to hear your next set of questions right here on hypothetical help and we'll see you next week or will we This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.